The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. When we were at school, there was a virus that went sweeping around the world, infecting people's computers, and it all happened because of a simple email subject line. Yes, the subject line was, I love you. It was. And you would open it up, and suddenly it would send that email out to everybody you knew, and then it would multiply. Like, literally, a traditional good old-fashioned style virus. A proper virus. A proper one. They don't one. make them like they, they used to. They don't make them like they used to, do they? <laughs> the, the power of the subject line. line. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the man who knows he can't do accents, can't do accents, yet still tries to do accents, hypnotist Robert Temple. And the man who won't eat buffets because the food isn't labelled. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Start the show! Rob and Kennedy can get inside your head. They will never know that that was our third attempt to get that intro right. You think it was the third one, didn't you? <laughs> I feel like I need to justify the labels on buffet food thing. All right. When I was about seven, I went to my, little, my friend Mike's birthday party. Right. Your friends have the best names. Mike! I feel like we need to wait for this bit. The new back in Zing, just Hello friends, welcome back to the Email Marketing Show. It's lovely to have you listening to us. Let me just justify that whole set thing. the scene, you're at Mike's birthday I'm party. I'm at Mike's birthday party, This okay? is like last year, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like our like seventh birthday or something. Right. It's Mike's seventh birthday. Mike's seventh birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. Right. Said his mam, because we couldn't get custom-made banners back in the day. And and I went over and grabbed a sausage roll off the buffet, and I got a... Ma- and I bit into it with all my might and excitement yeah and it was a cheese roll it happens to the best of us it's, it was absolutely terrible so since then i've always been afraid i once got a sausage i thought you can't go wrong with a sausage cheese people keep replacing food <laughs> in my life with cheese the same thing happens with those little scotch eggs that are sometimes not scotch eggs they're sometimes something else you've got a thing about scotch eggs and it makes me feel sick you eat them like an <laughs> apple like you hold them in your hands like, anyway this is not about oh we've got some we've got some people listening to this hello this is rob and kennedy hello we are doing a podcast and it is about subject lines specifically subject lines that will help you to sell more of your stuff yeah because i think people tend to lump subject lines together and they say sort of like what are the best subject lines and the answer is unfortunately it depends on what you what it is you're trying to do so today we're going to specifically unpick the how many steps have we got on our board of dreams just oh, behind here nine 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 nine, st- nine, so nine step formula oh come on please <laughs> there's sort of nine phases of of a sales campaign that you might be doing by email because what we know is that when you're sending loads of emails about the same thing, you have to be able to say it all in different ways. Now, we talked about the sort of the content and the angles of those emails all the way back in episode number eight when we interviewed sure. Ron Douglas. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to focus on specifically a whole bunch of different sort of strategies, if you like, for subject lines, along with some examples. You'd be oh. pleased to know. Um, and of how you could maybe have like, you know, up, we've got nine here. Uh, you could definitely repeat some. Yeah. to get this to work for you. It's the nine phases you want to take people through. It's not, we're not saying every campaign needs to have nine emails in it. That's right. really important. Like you might skip one if it's not appropriate sometimes. You might do multiple emails in that phase, but they're just the nine phases that you need to take or you should be 
most often taking people through. So I think we should uh, get into it, really. So what's that very first? If you're, good, you're about to promote a brand new product, your own product, an, an affiliate product, somebody else's product that you're going to make a commission off, or mm. if you're just being nice or whatever. The first one I always send out is fairly blind. Yep. It's all based on curiosity. Yep. So... What are the ones that... Let's take an example product. So when we promoted, we constantly promote a product of ours called the Email Marketers Game Plan. Yeah. And that is basically... It's very good. It's, it's really good. Um, so just to give you a bit of framing around what that is. So it's basically 12 complete campaigns that we use in our business. There's like 106 emails in that mm-hmm. book, I think. And... We, we promote it and people can pay for it. It's, it's very cheap. It's very inexpensive. But it's a really good entry-level product for, peop- for, for getting into our business. So we promote that quite heavily using email, of course. So when people download it, they can, like, copy and paste all of our emails. And they can, like, merge their own stuff in. And it's very it's – re- I mean, the feedback we get is amazing. So, so the subject line examples we'll give you are based on that? Are based on that campaign. So just to give you – so we're going to do one consistent campaign. Obviously, apply it to your own stuff. So – one of our favourite subject lines that we ran we ran for this was uh, this cost us a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and the rough angle was to do with the fact that not having a, like a, a swipe file of stuff that we can rely on was you know carving a huge chunk off our ability to earn money. Yeah. So it's important that the, the email always, always, always does follow through with what the subject line promises. That's yeah. that's really important. So we don't ever, ever, ever condone or endorse the fact that you should have a subject line that is is a good subject line like I love you yeah. and it gets people to open the email but then doesn't deliver photo of clown inside and then there's nothing inside <laughs> just a photo of him that'll be fine uh, <laughs> oh we're going for obvious jokes on the podcast this week excellent so <laughs> all right lovely so that first one is fairly it's all curiosity driven so my new something or made a quick video. It doesn't tell you anything about what the product is, the fact there's even a product. What the it, benefit of it is. What the benefit, it's got nothing to do with anything apart from it just makes people go, huh, what, what's this all about then? What is he or she sending me an email about? So that very first one is blind or curious. Number two, Rob. So this is where you give them a bit more information about the thing you said in number one. So you get basically you're just going to tell them what it is. We quite often just use the title of the product where it fits. So, so in, in this, this case, case, that's the email marketer's game plan. And what's quite nice about that is it's A, the title of our actual product, but B, I mean, that could be, if somebody didn't know that, that could be anything. That could be a blog post where we outline a game plan for email marketers. That could be, you know, it, it is, oh wow, it's a game plan for email marketers. Now, just, I know everyone's like pretty sensible who's, who's a listener to this show. Uh, but I think we have to just make that caveat that like, the email marketer's game plan is quite a long subject, like quite a long title. Yeah. And if you've got a title of a product, which is like the six step formula to get this amazing outcome without doing this other thing. And that's the name of your product, which is becoming more and more prevalent now, of course. Yeah. You want to just string that down. So it might be, you might, for our example, you might just put game plan. Yeah. So you want to make it really consumable. That's just a general rule on, on subject lines anyway. So Ours is maybe about as long as you would go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always a bit antsy about using the full name of ours as our subject line, personally. Yeah. But I know it works. Yeah. But, I mean, probably should test that, to be honest. Just whacking it down to game plan, making notes furiously in the background. So we've got blind or curious is number one. Yep. Number Uh, two is that you actually tell them what it is. So the thing. I feel like we're playing I went to the shop and I bought. Uh, (laughs) This is just going to get longer and more difficult to remember. Oh, that's great. Number three is actually the details itself. So you're going to, the the purpose of that third email is about the details of that thing. So it might be in that subject line, you talk about three things you'll be able to do. Or uh, if if you're in the weight loss industry, let's keep with our, in fact, let's keep with our So in our case, we would give them uh, maybe like a little um, teasy outline of what the 12 campaigns are. 
Yes, in the, the email we would. But in terms of the actual subject line oh, right, itself, yeah. it would be the fact that it's called the game plan and maybe it was the previous subject line or the email marketer's game plan. The subject line on this one might be 12 campaigns yeah. to make more sales or 12 complete campaigns. So in that subject line, we're really telling that reader, oh, that's what's inside this product. So what's really interesting, by the end of this campaign, here's a little Brucey bonus thing, is by the end of this campaign, they should be almost able to read the subject lines in a row and kind of know what the product is and whether it's for them. Yeah. It's a bit like the email version of dual readership path in a sales letter. Exactly that. It's yeah. exactly that. It's exactly that. Yes. Yeah. So, so now, so I went to the shop and I bought blind and curious. <laughs> tell, tell them what it is, the title of the thing, and then the details. So what's inside of it. And now we're going to get into actually the solution. It's sort of the benefit it's going to give them, isn't it? So in our case, that was one of those was uh, no more writer's block. Yeah. So if you ever sit down, so no more writer's block or end writer's block forever or something. And then we're going to go into how having 12 of our complete campaigns, 106 of our emails to just copy and paste. You never have to they know, like we are tapping tap, that subject line, tap straight into tapering, tapering, tapping straight into one of the biggest fears and one of the biggest challenges we all have with email marketing is when you open that composer up and go right. I'm going to send an email. We all do have a moment going, gosh, right? What the hell am I going to write? Whereas if you if we overcome that, that's a real objection that people have to to email marketing doing a good job of it. So yeah, that uh, no more writer's block or end writer's block forever or something will work really, really well. Number five. So this is where we now start to back up some of the claims that we've made. So this is really to help people sort of tackle their cynicism and uh, what's the other word? Skepticism about what it is that you've said. So in our case, the one that we used for one of these was brutal reviews, which is actually one of your subject lines from a different business. And it just works really well. And we talk about the fact that we've got the first brutal reviews in and then give them testimonials and case studies, which are, of course, glowing glowing testimonials sure. don't yeah. give the bad ones <laughs> if you've got any probably keep them quiet <laughs> pop them in a different folder um and so this could be testimonials it could be case studies it could be some sort of scientific proof or evidence behind what you've said backing up those claims but i like the, the scientific proof line, one by the way because not many people do that so they do think of so they think of proof right. as social proof testimonials photos of people with the product celebrities with the product you and celebrities but the scientific ones are really underused ones so if you've got like uh, american scientists is that a magazine i think it is American scientist, modern scientist, new scientist, the scientist, the scientist magazine, <laughs> um, saying it's wonderful. So it could say, "Scientist magazine, this is great." Or "This is I'll read." Um, that would be a good subject line. Or yeah. what scientist magazine said. Yeah. Or the alternative to that is it could be a research study that's been done that that's backs up one. what's in your thing. Yes, absolutely. So Harvard Review. Wow. Okay, I want to know what's inside that. That would be enough. Yeah. So it's it's that that kind of thing, absolutely. Okay. So next, so we've got that proof, we've got that, we've got that evidence. Next is a re I really like this one, and that we, we call this the readers' questions. So obviously, you know, on, on this show we have listeners' questions, but the idea that people are interacting with you and that you're answering, you're listening to people's questions, and you are replying to them, lets people know you're really real. So a subject line I literally use is question answered. Oh. Other people have had questions about buying this product before buying it. Well, that's the reason I haven't bought it yet, so I want to know what this is going to be. So question answered or a way that you're going to address a question that other people in the same boat as them is going to have uh, are going to have is a really good one. It's the perfect way to handle objections, basically. It's and you can really do a few of, in one email. You could have, like, frequently asked questions as a type thing. thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
And the next one is our scarcity and urgency. And that's where you start saying, look, you need to act now. Now, scarcity and urgency itself, that's really a whole different episode because yeah. we've got loads to say on that. So we'll, we'll definitely do that. Let's we'll definitely do that for sure. But you have to basically say this is going to be closing at midnight or it's coming off sale on this day or the event happens tonight so you need to register before then. The price goes up. Price goes up or, or there's only three left. There's two left. There's only a hundred of these things available. So you need to give them a reason. The subject line needs to give them a reason to act now. All right. So it could be like one of my favorites is T minus 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's usually like before a webinar that I'm doing or something like that. And again, obviously, this is coming towards the end of this campaign. So therefore, it's because it's in, in I mean, in our instance, it's literally the start of the last third of the campaign in yeah. this example, in this nine email example. Obviously, that's where it needs to sit. Um, I have seen people make mistakes by trying to use that stuff too early on. Yes. And it, nobody cares that it's ending in a week. Because they don't know what it is. If I just said to you right now, hey, I've got this thing, it's, gonna, it's closing tomorrow. Right. So <laughs> What is it? Like, you might mention that in the email early on, but don't mention it in it's the... It's not the focus, yeah, is it? Exactly. It's so not going to be up do, there. Do that in the, the last day or two. Exactly. And because remember, the subject line is the thing they see before they open it. I know I'm stating the absolute obvious, and you're like, go on, Kennedy, I know that. Like, that's what the subject line is. But remember, you're telling the entire story. You're taking them through the entire journey of everything that's on your sales page. You're breaking it down into nine pieces and doing it just in the subject line. So by not opening the email, they're getting the whole message. They're seeing there's something new. Then they've seen that what it is. Oh, it's called this thing. Then they're getting the details about it. They're seeing proof that other people like it. They're seeing that you're actually interacting with people and you're overcoming objections. And now they've seen that it's urgent to do it all just in the subject line. Like, like you said, Rob, it's basically that dual readership path thing, but in just in subject lines, which I've never seen shared before. The next thing is you want to give them an emotional reason to act now. And that's not just that scarcity of things being taken away, but you also want to back that up with something you're going to give them. So if you can, and only if it's suitable, this one is one of those like sort of optional ones, I would say is if you're going to add in some kind of bonus or extra bit or, or reveal something that's in the program already that you've not really talked about yet, oh, I'm going to talk about this thing, I'm going to teach this or whatever. This is the point to do it. So this is like where you might say a free online class or a bonus webinar or something like that is going to happen in there. So, oh, okay, I've got a, a free webinar. I'm going to open up that email and I'm going to... You're going to tie that back into the email. I do love that when you, when you put an offer together, you can stack up everything you're going to put in it and then just take something out and say, I'll just hold that I'll back. Hold That's that going back. to be my little trump card towards the end. Yep, it's definitely worth doing. And then the last bit is really actually you need to tell them that it's going to close because what you don't want to do is let people be disappointed later when they come back on their sales pages. In fact, every time we've done a launch that closes with like a special offer or something like that, we do, we've had at least a handful of people email us and say, I know it's closed, but can I still get in? Yeah, now, just missed it. Just missed it. And we feel really bad because we have a very strict internal policy of like, when we say it's going to close, it really is going to close because otherwise we're actually false advertising the fact it's going to close, which doesn't seem- Where'd you draw the line? Oh, I'm, I was on holiday last week and I missed oh, it. Well, you know, like, yeah, you did miss it. You, you know, unfortunately, it, yeah. because otherwise you're lying to everybody else when you said yeah. it's closing. So, uh, so that's things like saying final warning, last chance, it all goes away at midnight or will you be left out or whatever final it's going to be. Final call is when you see quite a lot. Is, is what you see. So as you can see, going through that process of those nine steps allows you to move people. Because one of the biggest things people do not do is they don't move people from point A to point B through their subject lines when they're doing a sales process. And remember, this is not just for when you're broadcasting a live in-person 
like a live uh, in the moment real time launch. This is the same structure you'll use if you've got like an automated campaign and you can just pop those in and just tweak. I mean, there's about, there's unlimited numbers of subject lines or actual subject lines you could use for each of those stages. But there's we'll nine just examples give, we've given you there. Nine examples, a few more thrown in for good measure as well. But I think it allows you to progress, progress people through that process without it seeming too much too soon. The important thing you've got to be careful of, and this is what this structure will help you to do, is every time you send an email about the same thing, Obviously, the, let's imagine you're promoting this one thing this week. Over the course of that week, as people start to open your emails, read them, and maybe not take action, some people will, but some people won't, as they open more and more emails talking about the same thing, you become more and more predictable. They yes. know that, oh, well, this email's probably about that thing, and this email's probably about that thing. Right. So your subject lines have to work harder and they have to work at it from a different angle, and that's what this structure is. tap into them differently. I mean, there's been a lot in this episode. If you want to go check out the show notes, I don't blame you. They're over at theemailmarketingshow.com slash nine steps, the number nine, and then the word steps, all one word. All one word. All one word. So theemailmarketingshow.com slash nine steps. Also, if you'd like to check out the email marketers game plan and all the campaigns that we that we actually share with everybody, you can get you can go and copy and paste and overcome your writer's block. Where will you find them? Rob. Uh, if you just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash plan. So you can go and check that out there. I think you'll get loads of value out of that. Never have writer's block again. And you can see all of these things in action across 106 different emails. You'll certainly find some inspiration for no matter what you're promoting, whether it's a webinar or it's a product launch or a course that you're doing, a live event, whatever it is you're promoting, you'll certainly find our entire campaigns for that over at uh, emailmarketingheroes.com slash plan. Wow, that was that was some awesome stuff. I'm pleased we've got to go through all that stuff because it's definitely something I've struggled with in the past and having a structure is something that I really like The more you do it, the more naturally it'll come. You'll start, it becomes like a habit every time you open that new email. You go, oh, this is the one where I need it to, I, I'm getting yeah, towards yeah, the end point. now, I need yeah. to do this. It's, do it's really this. cool. Yep, it really, really is. Okay, cool. So I think now it's time to go over to our listeners' question of the week. Hi, it's Jazz Greer from jazzgreer.com. Is there a simple way to segment people through the links that they click in the emails that you send to them? I look forward to hearing from you. Keep up the good work with the podcast. Thank you, there Jazz. Was a compliment in there. There you go. That's really nice. what a calming voice, Jazz. Has. I could like, listen like to a, him all day. I'm he like, could be a hypnotist. He could be a hypnotist. Okay, we're going to ask the big question. What would Julie Andrews do? Two minutes. So most of the email marketing platforms now have this really cool ability to be able to apply a tag to somebody based on them clicking a link. Yes. Yep. We've answered that in less than two minutes. Uh, really so what you want to do, and actually, uh, we do it with almost every email that we send. Yeah. So we talked, we've, that is basically how to do it. Let's talk maybe a little bit about why and some of the use cases of that. Sure. Before you go into the use cases and stuff like that, another how to do it is what you can do is use this as a temperature gauge of how interested somebody is and who you are, what you do, and how engaged they are with you right. as well. So you can run reports inside your email marketing system, which is to do with levels of engagement and people who clicked particular links because if you want to know if they click to go and have a look at the the sales page for that product or your event or whatever those people are probably worth segmenting as well in that way and that you can segment just on clicks not just on tags Absolutely. also you can in some systems you'll also be able to put people on different lists if they click a link so take take a look at that so it's usually done by action taken in a link in an actual email which is like the link click in this case not the open 
you can usually do both. It's applying a tag or it's moving people to a different list. So Rob, you've got a few seconds left. Yeah, so one of the cool things about being able to tag people based on their link clicks is if you've got like a blog a blog, blog, or a podcast like this or whatever content you send you out say regularly. Blog I was going to say a blogcast. If you've got a blog or a podcast much what we do. or a blogcast, mm-hmm. then what you could do obviously is to tag people. So have a bunch of tags that are called something like interest. And then in our case, it might be interest, subject lines, interest, open rates, interest, copywriting. And we would basically, every time we release a podcast on that thing, if you click through that link to get to that episode, we would tag you based on that interest. And that helps you to create this really tight segment of people who are specifically interested in open rates and subject lines and copywriting. So when you come to do promotions in the future, either about future content or more likely about paid offers, you can make sure that you send those out to the exact right people based specifically on that. Oh, and you escaped the gunge. Get in. That's excellent. Well done. All right. So I hope that answers your question, Jazz. I think it does. I think people hear about segmentation and they think it's really complex. You can make it complex like anything. You can make it complex or you can make it pretty simple. It's up to you. So that's pretty awesome. Now, if you've got a question like Jazz did, then make sure, be like Jazz and <laughs> go to submit your question. Where can they do that? You go over to theemailmarketingshow.com and if you're on mobile towards the bottom or if you're on desktop on the right-hand side, you've got a lovely little widget for you there where you can just click, hit record, and so long as you want to device which has a microphone built into it so that's a laptop or most computers or a phone you can record your question straight in there you mean you don't have to be in a radio studio you don't have to be in your local it's radio like studio. magic it's absolutely amazing okay what's the next bit of the show i know what the next bit of the show is subject line of the week subject line of the week oh there you go the harmony's back again so i sat up very very straight yesterday and very very excited when I, received. I am terrified about what the hell happened. This is going to do with email still. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> Generally, I have my email notifications turned off on my phone, but I've yep. been waiting for something very important. So I turned my email notifications on. Okay. And I got an email from Mr. Jeff Walker. Wow, the man of product launch formula fame. Mm. One, two, three, four, and five, and whatever else he's on there. Product launch formula, whatever it is. He sent me an email with the subject line. You ready? Uh-huh. Uh, can I help you with your next launch? And right. I thought... You bloody well can. <laughs> I'll read Jeff's now, son. Come in, sit down. I've been doing an email marketing for a long time, as have you. And you talked about back in the day, 15 years ago or something, when Dan Kennedy sent you an email <laughs> and you and you replied. Mm-hmm. I was ready to hit reply and say, well, you, I you've mean, been you've, you've been Dan Kennedy, haven't I've you? Been, <laughs> you know when you've been Dan Kennedy. Um, <laughs> I was literally about to, to hit reply. Before I'd read the email, I didn't read the email. I just saw that can I help you with your next launch. I thought, absolutely, absolutely. I want to have a Hiya, chat. Jeff, like, mate. If you Thanks wanna, for making that video just w- for me. Want to yeah. sell me some coaching or something? That's great, but let's have a chat. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be amazing. Honestly, just, just amazing. So I think that's really great. And I actually, I've, I've seen similar versions in the past that were, can I help you with this thing? Can I help you with... So I think, can I help you with the thing that you do? is a really powerful subject line. And the reason it works is because you already respect, you've built up you've built up a large a large amount of respect for Jeff. You know right. exactly what he does. So if Jeff says product launch and he wants to help you with a product launch, he's the man. It's a bit like when people get an email from us that says, can we fix your email marketing for you? That's probably going to get a pretty good reaction, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. That is this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this show. We've had a really good time uh, sharing all this stuff with you, sharing that entire nine-step process. Like I said, you'll find all the notes over at theemailmarketingshow.com slash nine steps. And 
If you have enjoyed the show, we'd love to make sure you don't miss another episode. And that that means you have to subscribe to it. So whichever player you're on, whether you're on Spotify, which by the way, hello all of our Spotify listeners, you have overtaken the Apple Podcast listeners. Oh. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Spotify is just doing Because I think it. Apple Podcast is still like the biggest in podcasts generally, isn't it? In ge- Well, Spotify giving them a damn good run for their money. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible since all the purchases they did. So whatever platform you happen to be on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or I don't know, Tim can on the end of a string. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode of this and we'll speak to you next week when we've got a brand new guest. See you then. The email marketing show. It's a longer one than usual, Bob. Email marketing. That's what she said. Hey! Oh.